Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. My name is Andy. Thanks for spending a moment with me. It is Thursday, July 2nd. And let's talk a little bit here about technology. And I know if you are a night show listener, if you are a podcast listener, you hear me say something like that, and you know, oh, here comes Luddite Andy. How's he going to rail against technology in a changing world um, as he, <laughs> you know, heads back to his cave in Blue Lake? No, and again, I think technology is wonderful, has made life better for many, if not all of us. However, sometimes things seem to go a little bit beyond what is necessary. And something right here, it is, gosh, what is the, uh, oh, sorry, it's called the June Intelligent Oven. Now, it is something, and I'm looking at a photo here online in uh, wallstreetjournal.com, and it, it looks like a, a toaster oven, a nice, modern-looking, fancy toaster oven. And it's something along those lines. It's a little bit larger than a microwave, but this thing is so fancy that... It, what does it have here? Check it out. It's packed with a high-definition video camera on the inside, I'm assuming. It, it can get Wi-Fi. It has food scales, and it has temperature probes. And using all of these technologies together, the oven can recognize about 15 common foods and cook them to perfection, this piece says. If you've got frozen pizza, put it in the oven, and you don't need to worry about setting a time. You don't need to worry about how long you want it to cook the oven will know how to cook it for you. You want to get a steak cooked medium well, you don't need to worry about how to do that. The oven will take care of it for you because it was always that difficult, right? And it only retails right now on pre-sale at $1,500. When it's more widely available, it'll be $3,000. So, as I... You don't want to give this a little bit of respect. Probably not easy to design and not not easy to jam all this technology inside of an oven... However, I do have to wonder, is this... Well, like, with with many of these new technologies coming out, a lot of it consumer technology, and again, some of it cool, some of it uh, very helpful, but you just imagine the amount of energy put into designing something like this, coming up with the idea, actually making it happen, making a whole bunch of... Just the amount of brain power that goes into making an oven for people. You just wonder if that much energy was put into solving real-world problems. We'd probably be a lot better off, wouldn't we? Anyways, with that said, a lot of this technology, again, it's not bad. I can't say this is bad technology, but I just sometimes have to wonder, are these all just answers in search of a problem? Was anybody really having that much of an issue with their oven, with their toaster oven, with their microwave before this, of putting a frozen pizza in there and setting your own time? Do we really need an oven that has a high-definition video camera and Wi-Fi? Let me know what you think. Andy at kwpt.com. Learning to spell, something we all deal with when we're in elementary school, and, you know, some folks are better spellers than others, but one of the nice things about technology, as I just railed about technology a little bit earlier in the show, one of the nice things about technology, and perhaps... You're going to go on a bit of a limb here and say one of the most useful things technology has brought us is spell check. I know it's been around for a while, probably haven't thought about it, but 
has at least helped us not only perhaps learn to spell a bit better, but at least has covered up when it comes to uh, digital communications, how <laughs> perhaps how poorly we spell in the first place. But sometimes that doesn't really fix all the problems. Now, I was reading about something that happened here from uh, the New York City Department of Education, which also reminds me of something a little bit earlier. Um, American Pharaoh, was that the name of the uh, the horse that just uh, recently won the Triple Crown? And uh, didn't really realize it until I saw a photo of the horse that uh, they spelled Pharaoh wrong. On the actual, you know, on, on the horse's, uh, what have you. The thing that drapes over it, that has its name on it. Very fancy looking. American Pharaoh, spelled wrong. And then, of course, on all the, um, you know, press it gets. They have to spell it the way the horse is named. So then it got all this press about being spelled incorrectly. And this happening... Um, to 8th graders graduating from a Manhattan middle school. They were giving diplomas from the Department of Education. And, however, on the diploma didn't say New York City Department of Education. It said New York City Department of Education. Spelled D-E-P-A-R-T-M-E-M-T. So, again, a minor mistake. And this does happen to us all out there. Sometimes, you know, embarrassingly so if it's in public or if it's at work, but just a little bit more <laughs> more embarrassing when it's coming from the department of education where you would hope, at least among anybody, they would be ones that would know how to spell. But we all make mistakes, and we all sometimes forget to hit spell check. Hot sauce. You perhaps might be a fan. Maybe you like the heat, you like the spice when it comes to What's other? Tapatio, Tabasco, you know, the list, uh, Humboldt hot sauce, the list goes on and on. Let's talk about a different type of hot sauce here, not dealing with the temperature or the spice of it, but just rather Heinz ketchup, which we're probably all very familiar with, number 57, right? A story here, a very short one here, about a German man who scanned a QR code on a bottle of Heinz ketchup. Now, the QR code, it's that, you probably know that little black and white box with just kind of weird patterns or dots. It's not really a barcode, but kind of looks like it. Um, I've still never understood what the deal is with those. Um, but, you know, apparently the, the thinking is you take your smartphone in. I think you have to have an app installed or something, but you, you don't take a... I don't think you take a picture of it, but you scan it with your phone, and it'll take you generally to that product's website. I can't imagine why anybody would want to do that. I'm sure they have discounts or something like that, but um, anyways, apparently folks do do that. This folk, uh, sorry, this guy here in Germany not only did that, but found out that uh, somebody in Heinz had kind of messed up where that would take you. Now, instead of taking him to the Heinz website, took him to a, story mentions here, a hardcore porn site. Okay? So I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining that's not what Heinz was going for. I don't know if this fellow was pleased by that. And I sort of thought, wow, this is, uh, hey... Heinz got a, uh, you know, a new customer out of me. And, again, not hot in the sense of spicy or temperature, but rather, whew, things getting hot there. A little hardcore ketchup for you. This has been Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. Like this podcast? Well, don't be ashamed. Be proud. Tell a friend or post a comment in the iTunes store. Every little bit of help, well, helps.
Moments with Andy is made possible by a generous grant from the Horace P. and Nancy R. Shakey Foundation.